Happy Sunday, everyone. Today, uh, we start the third part of the series uh, that we've been following. In week one, uh, the, the theme was trumpet calls. Uh, last week was whispers. And this week, we explore encountering the holy. So the whole title for the last three weeks has been, let me get this right, Trumpet Calls and Whispers, Encounting the Holy in Advent. Let me say that again. Trumpet Calls and Whispers, Encountering the Holy in Advent. And so we've had our trumpet calls, we've had the whispers, now we're going to encounter the holy. And the reflections are written by Anne Conway Jones. Here's a little bit about Anne. Anne is a biblical scholar, teacher and freelance writer. She holds honorary research fellowships at the University of Birmingham and the Queen's Foundation for Ecumenical Theological Education. She is fascinated by the different ways in which Jews and Christians have read the scriptures and passionate about making academic scholarship accessible. She is chair of Birmingham Council of Christians and Jews. So that's a little bit about her. She seems to be a busy lady. Um, so our reading today is from Genesis chapter 28, verses 10 to 22 and it's about Jacob's dream at Bethel Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran when he reached a certain place he stopped for the night because the sun had set taking one of the stones there he put it under his head and lay down to sleep he had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, though the city used to, to be called Lutz. Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey, I am taking, and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear, so that I return safely to my father's household. Then the Lord will be my God, and this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
And so Anne writes in her reflection today, she's entitled it Jacob's Ladder. The key verses, verses 16 to 17, Then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And so she writes, This week we focus on a series of momentous encounters in which human beings glimpse something of the awesome nature of the divine. The veil between earth and heaven is briefly lifted. God is holy, holy other, indescribable and beyond all our categories. Yet in these moments, the transcendent becomes present and lives are transformed. We start with Jacob the trickster on the run from home, having stolen his brother Esau's birthright. He comes to an ordinary sort of place and takes what looks like an ordinary stone to use as a pillow. But his dream is far from ordinary. He sees heavenly messengers and receives a divine promise, a repeat of God's pact with his grandfather Abraham. Despite his estrangement from Esau, Jacob now has hope that he will return to his father's house in peace. Much is to happen before then. Jacob himself will be tricked by his uncle Laban, but the promise stays with him. He starts by consecrating the stone to mark the place as a house of God, Bethel in Hebrew. It is to become a site of pilgrimage and worship, a permanent reminder of mystery beyond our comprehension. And her, her little prayer that she's written is um, from a hymn. And uh, some of you will know this, this hymn. I don't think we sing it very often. Um, but here's the prayer. Ye holy angels bright, who wait at God's right hand, or through the realms of light fly at your Lord's command, assist our song. For else the theme too high doth seem for mortal tongue. Amen. Lord, as we reflect on these moments, when we encounter the holy, we give thanks that the story of Christmas is full of holy encounters and reminds us that you speak to us in many ways today. Perhaps not as dramatic as the story today or the Christmas story, but still you speak through your word, through other disciples, through worship. May we encounter you this day, Lord, as we come to worship. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our parish prayers are uh, today. We are praying for Father Larkin and the congregation at St. Patrick's. And we pray, Lord, that as a church they continue to thrive as they encounter you. May they all stay safe, well and COVID-free. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our streets today are Industrial Road, 
John Street West, Ladston Towers, Langton Street, Laurel Mount, Lee Street, Lime Tree Court and Linden Place. Lord, we pray that in those places they would encounter something of the awesome God that we know in the homes in all these places. May this Christmas be a time when they truly grab hold of what the Christmas story is about, what the true Christmas is, and may they open their hearts to you this year, Lord Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We say together, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so now, as we go into our day of worship, um, please, if it's before 10.30 that you hear this, please do say a prayer for us as we our service will be live tomorrow. Uh, so there's no pre-recorded. And so we just pray, uh, just pray that all the uh, equipment and everything uh, works uh, for us without any glitches. And so... Lord, help us to go from this moment into a week of many moments, hoping for an encounter with your grace and with your spirit. Come amongst us, Advent God, and go with us. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. So let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ. Amen. I do pray that as we are getting closer to Christmas, that we are not getting too hassled or feel under pressure. And how hard that is, and it's hard for me. Um, but um, I use this time as an anchor you know, my time with God and sharing that with you. It's wonderful. And so hopefully that will keep me going through the next week or so until Christmas comes and it's coming fast. But until tomorrow, have a lovely day. Bye for now. <laughs>